0: buddy that's right it's 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 me it's it's your boy uh it's nate that's right it's been a minute um hiatus i got some new equipment and i've been banking episodes with uh the lovely jordan and it's been a lot of fun and well we're back and here we are it's another another uh uh, episode of nerding and learning i don't quite know which number it is because i should have pulled that that data up but i didn't um, I actually want to go ahead, and I'm sure you can tell how different the mic sounds. It's, it's, um, it's a damn good mic. Uh, the World Series was amazing. Uh, I definitely have been really, 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 really digging um, professional sports lately because I kind of had a, uh, an awakening of sorts due to the Kincaid fires. You know, uh, thank you to all the first responders and all the firefighters and uh emts and cal fire especially keeping everyone abreast of the situation just down the street uh at the sonoma county fairgrounds you know uh, governor newsom was there so uh, even thanks to governor New- governor newsom and governor and the governor's staff for really going ahead and crack- cranking that shit out and kind of giving us um a lot more information as opposed to the tubs fires in 2017 where it kind of got kind of got ahead of everyone and unfortunately it really it kind of after that man oof, it really makes those, those fires i've said it to friends and i've said it to family but if this is going to be you know really uh consistent you know and happening really regularly then i think it might be time to just get the fuck out of california either Move to where you're going to move in uh, California and in my case, you know, Los Angeles and really get to work on what it is that you want to do for your craft and your career or just get the fuck out of state, man. Because there's so many, um, so many, so many issues with uh, natural disasters and don't get me wrong. Radiation is going to be there as is, is a constant worry as well. Uh, but I mean, look like at Bakersfield. Bakersfield has the uh, nuclear power plant. And it's not being decommissioned until 2025. And that's a, a really big fucking problem. Because, you know, like at Chernobyl. Chernobyl occurred and that whole region is completely compromised. And it's only like 1.11 something percent safe for human beings. Let alone anything that is in, is in, in the vicinity of Chernobyl. And not to mention Three Mile Island and the... Um, in Washington, I forget the there's I forget the name, but there's a a nuclear there's nuclear leakage from parts and equipment that uh, that has kind of compromised the Columbia River, so definitely uh, don't do a lot of fishing there. That's for sure, uh, but the uh, the fires have really kind of you know made me be more mature and willing to do do whatever it takes to keep me and mine safe, and I think unfortunately. The, the time has come to either put up or shut up, you know, and, and figure out exactly what you want to do with with not just life but your career. And I, I think, uh, you know, uh, the Kincaid's fires were such a great example of what, what what you know, it brings out the best and the worst of people. And luckily their World Series was at the same time uh, NHL season started. So, there was a lot that I was really, uh, if you want to rank order prioritize and, you know, count your blessings, if you will, I was really counting my blessings and being really grateful for all the, uh, you know, first of all, I still had power. So, say what you will about PG&E, at least, you know, um, you know, my wife and I, we didn't really get, um, we were pretty, the only thing we lost was hours of work and we didn't lose power. Could go to the grocery store just fine. The smoke was horrible, so you, you know, didn't leave the house, but in natural disasters, it, it was kind of fight or flight that took over and it kept me calm. I didn't get cabin fever really. Uh, for like a little bit, I did, but then I realized, well, look, buddy, you know, there's things that you can be doing to actually keep yourself busy, you know, and that's what it, that's exactly what I was doing. And it, it really uh, kind of worked out and, and I was really glad That my interests allowed me to kind of grow up and become uh, this person that I am now. Because without all my interests and my hobbies, and I'm definitely a hobbyist, that's for sure. That's one thing I learned through all this. I'm I'm not just an individual that can go ahead and, you know, chill out and be okay with uh, just being at home. I'd rather be able to do things at home. And you know, capitalize, you know, vertically integrate your time and and your space and your dwelling, your your space of living. It seems to be a great way to kind of not not necessarily not necessarily monetize, um, not necessarily monetize, you know, your your life, but uh, capitalize on the minutes, seconds, and hours that you have at home. Because when you're really busy, you know, you kind of can't always. You can't always capitalize on all the minutes, seconds, and hours, and and days of the week, and and weeks in the month, and the months in the year. You know, because when you're busy, you're busy. And I think we need to enjoy that time now, more more than ever. We have to we have to be really kind of cool with um, chilling out and and knowing when to do something and when to not. And that's what the uh, Kincaid fires really helped me realize is that it's. You gotta know when to capitalize on the things that you really enjoy, because you never really know what they're gonna get you through until it's time that you're until it's too late, because you're already going through that thing that you weren't necessarily sure about going through. And I, I suppose that's why people that are—I mean, I grew up farming, so you know, there's always always work to do. You know, and if there's a disaster of some kind, you know, you know. Whether you're an agrarian or whether you're uh, an, an equus or if you're in, into a bovine in any capacity, you know, there's there's a lot to do on a farm that, that keeps you busy because there's uh, always improvements to be made. But you can always, you know, essentially watch your crop, whether it's biological or, or um, inanimate and, and, and definitely not alive. It's it's uh, I, I suppose that's why homesteaders, you know, there's a new version of homesteading. I think with all this influencing, uh, you know, market influencers and people that work from home and whatnot, it's just a a very redeveloped version of homesteading. It's not like staking your land and living off of the land. You're you're living off the intellectual landscape in which you choose to engage in, and I think that's why. Uh, Homesteading is a good term for it because we're really, you know, if you're if you're a pioneer of content, if you're if if you're developing your own content, you know, and and if you're really trying to be creative, I think uh, pi- pioneers have a, a lot in common with people like that because sure, you know, pioneers are like kind of you know they're mining for something, but that you hear the term you know mine this joke, mine this content develop this copy, you know, mind, mind the copy, so on and so forth, you're, you're kind of pioneering ideas and, and developing and creating u- unique ideas. And maybe uh, to keep it with the theme of redeveloped homesteading, it, we're kind of just reverse engineering the idea of what homesteading is. When you can also do, you know, um, the uh, the original version of homesteading, at the same time but now we can just do it in in like a cyberpunk technological age which is probably why we get so many cool games where it's about homesteading but it's science fiction or reconnecting if you will if you want if you want to go into death stranding which has been absolutely amazing and uh i don't really don't want to spoil it because it's not quite time yet but wow it's um uh creative as fuck that's for sure Um, but anyway uh, we'll get to that in a minute I did want to go ahead and uh, finish off uh, my my original thought uh, about uh, the the fires because it uh, the world series and ice hockey man like I I never you never realize again what 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 you love what it gets you through and maybe that's why that's where you learn to love it I, I, I don't really pick up my guitar very much anymore and I, and I used to love playing music. I used to love it. It was great. But, I don't know. Uh, I, my, my interests have kind of gone in different directions. And, and I haven't been engaging it. And maybe that's why I haven't been writing and creating near as much as, as I should be. Because um, I, I have such a love for music. But it's not in the same way. It's developed and evolved beyond playing it i gotta really i like finding new content now more than anything reruns are great don't get me wrong they have their place but i love when i find new content that really makes me consider do i would i really want to do anything with music because i kind of play the same shit over and over and it's sure sure it sounds pretty but eh uh it sounds pretty, but it's you know, there there's more interested people that, that are out there doing their doing their thing with music and doing it much better than I would. Uh, than I would be interested in doing, I guess. I sound like uh Thomas Wayne in Batman Begins. <laughs> and uh, that's how I feel about the Flyers. Uh, sorry, sipping on a coffee. Uh, it was. It, it made me grow up and be and I make have and have to make some mature decisions, and I kind of owe that to uh, my family and friends. Uh, thanks, everyone. Um, so with that, uh, you can definitely reach me at uh, at Nate Laughs one on Instagram, uh, at Nate Channing on uh, tweet twi- tweet tweet tweeter, Twitter. <laughs> And you can also find me at Nerdin and uh, Learning At Nerdin and No, and in there on Twitter. Um, I did want to go ahead and uh, talk about something else, though, that I'm very, very excited about. The Mandalorian. The The Mandalorian. Mandalorian. sorry i'll stop that all right so the mandalorian um disney plus was released today and i felt uh it's definitely important to do a podcast about it because we need to be aware that uh in, in the day and age of streaming uh streaming is definitely changing everything and Martin Scorsese has weighed in on a lot of things lately, and so has Francis Ford Coppola. A lot of people have weighed in on a lot of things that they are qualified qualified and aren't qualified to discuss. And that's That's what what I'm going to do. Even though I'm not qualified. (laughs) I'm going to join the herd because uh, it's it's definitely time. uh, Because I caught the a variety actors on actors with Scarlett Johansson and Chris Evans uh, uh, yesterday and it was a lovely 40 minutes because you can tell they're actually pals, they're friends because they they worked together on what perfect score I think their first uh, property, uh, their first movie was together and they've known each other since I want to say 20 years but I'm, I'm sure that's not accurate uh... anyway the what, what i noticed is that they they both kind of agreed and disagreed you know uh, because the, uh, cinema is cinema you know if you make a movie it's a movie sure it's not great but you know a lot of people talked a lot of shit about clerks when it first came out and i think clerks is it's quite possibly one of the uh, most iconic films of all time sure there's you know some continuity errors here and there and not everyone likes it but that's the point of film it, it's it's not supposed to be about um everyone everyone liking what what you're what what you're producing and, and what you're releasing and maybe it's not so crazy to say that you uh, know there's there, there's really interesting ways to do things uh and not, and not everyone is going to want to do it that way, because Scorsese, sure, say what you will, the comments he's, he's made seem a little unfair and disagreeable, but, you know, in theaters, there, it's, you see less and less independent films, and less, uh, not, pa- not just passion projects, but projects that are, that have a lot of substance, that, Weren't, that don't necessarily have a source material already that they can pull from, and mine for every market, so that way you know it can just dominate the box office. I don't disagree with those comments necessarily, but what I do disagree with is um, the uh, short-sighted, uh, short short short-sighted nature of uh, of what of what Scorsese is saying to begin with, because it's unfair it's an unfair measurement i think and it's uh don't go wrong uh james gunn he he his arguments rather not arguments but components and uh facets of what of the points he was making about what scorsese was saying was uh a fair was fair and accurate uh statement because because i think what we saw from what james gunn was doing was he he was just uh kind of letting scorsese know that look man you um you kind of started this not not this fight but uh cinema being such uh you know when when scorsese was young came in look at taxi means fucking Main streets dude Main streets oh man you mean to tell me Main streets isn't good motherfucker i will end you i will eat you mean streets is quite possibly one of the best films uh from the 70s because it was w- it was a way way ahead of its time with uh its pace and what 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 i know what i what i noticed the most was the dialogue was so uh, not snappy but it, it, it was uh designed to stand the test of time and that that's what i really like most about mean streets it was ballsy it had it had had um had that risky vibe that you're you know that if if this doesn't go well you might not get a job ever again but it it, it was uh a bunch of baby gangsters that are now you know some of the biggest names and faces in hollywood and, and character you know will about some character actors sure but uh i definitely think that scorsese wasn't wrong however you know that the, the 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 next generation of rock stars, if you will, or you know, filmmakers, didn't necessarily see filmmaking the same way, and that's that's half the problem. Uh, I think it was Screenrant that developed an article about uh, uh, what know uh, was Looper. I believe, yeah, it was uh, Looper, the the YouTube channel, great great journal, journal uh, journalism source. Uh, Looper made a great point that. If you're trying if you have to go to different studios for this project and the project isn't necessarily trending with any of, of the other releases in, in, in the major theaters or even minor theaters, um, then you're not going to get the funding that that, you're, uh, that you need for your project. And I think that's uh, indeed what uh, at the core, that's kind of what Scorsese is talking about is uh, that inability to, get the money that it takes in order to make this project that is definitely going to be amazing. And it's definitely going to make a fuck ton of money. It's going to breed a lot of jobs and people are going to be able to contribute to their economies and other economies, you know, cause they have to travel and work other places. Right. <clears throat> and I think that's what is going to be the most uh, frustrating, uh, pearl of foresight that scorsese has because you know james cameron is going to be releasing all those blue people films those blue cats (laughs) and there's you know mcu is just going to keep dominating and the dceu and the dc black um those mission impossible films are probably going to always keep going and tom cruise uh, with with all of his teams not to be disparaging about tom cruise but maybe it's not just uh, film fran- you know the fast furious films Ju- the jumanji series maybe it's not just franchise films necessarily that are the problem maybe it's also what uh the the other the not micro components but um i guess alpha component uh, under the under the macro umbrella you know one of the most alpha components is star power and whether it's directing writing producing acting yeah, and and you know star power of stunt people you know class cl- class act stunt people uh maybe you know that's uh, that's half the problem right there is you know uh he's right about a fist from your face that's awesome um maybe half the problem is well more than half the problem most of the problem is that th- what the markets now demand in most regions is having some star power behind a project and when your name just your name alone you look at the russo brothers christopher marcus and Stephen mcfeely you know marcus and mcfeely you know avengers endgame everybody attached to that project kind of had their names dipped in gold because anything you do now like oh okay you know major motion picture studio all right here you go buddy you can do whatever you want because of this massive project that Sure, it was a hit, but maybe Scorsese has a, Scorsese has a point, and, and uh, we're seeing fewer and fewer uh, indie films to get developed and get made. Not to say they aren't being made, but the avenues they're to, having to go through—you you don't just go to a studio anymore. You have to get uh, funding because look at the, look at the Veronica Mars, the Veronica Mars film. That film was uh, all produced by fans. And if and don't get it wrong, fans are what look at because you don't get comic conventions without fans, and comic conventions alone are another piece of the market that you know if if it can't be shown at a convention, then why are you doing it? Because that's how we promote this goddamn thing for more. That's free. It's not expensive to send you somewhere and you just talk. Because it, it seems what well, seems to be the most important component of getting something made is, you know, can we promote it. Generally that seems to be the problem with almost every market, it's all about promoting, marketing and uh what 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 campaigns can we develop for all the advertising needed? And maybe what we're going to what we're going to see in the future is some really really creative advertising for indie projects that is because uh, Blair Witch was what 96 and Blair Witch was um, it was marketed so creatively that people thought it was real for the longest time and it bred massive fucking franchises of films and video games and that that's the kind of uh, marketing campaigns you have to develop is creative um, immersive uh, advertising where it kind of where it Feels alive, and I remember covering it, covering Avengers Endgame. You know all the theory videos, all the news clips, all the articles. I couldn't fucking believe all the content that I was consuming at such a regular rate. Some of it was junk. You know, just fill my head with. Don't no, wrong. It makes me more intelligent about and a much better fan, because I, I kind of know what think what people are talking about now. But it's uh, such a great way to. Make you recognize that maybe you could be doing other things with with your time, and you can prioritize your time a little better, and release more content as, as opposed to just consume content. And it's, and that's the crux of this this uh, whole debate people are having now is um, uh, the whole the whole de- the uh, this whole debate people are having is you know uh, not just not taste necessarily but uh availability of of content because uh, you can you can try and watch everything you can and you can try and be a part of you know every discussion if, if you're consuming a lot of content because don't, don't get me wrong it's great that people are supporting unique ideas and unique things. But I think what's what's truly uh, an issue is there's just not enough time. And there's so much good work out there that you know a lot of people aren't willing to try new things. Because again, star power. And if it's just not someone you like all that much, then eh, I'll check it out sometime. And that's, uh, that's, uh, unfortunate because there's so many great projects being overlooked. Uh, Apple TV, I gotta say, wow. Um, I'm really, really, really impressed with, uh, with what, uh, Apple TV plus has released. Uh, C has been great, uh, for all mankind is a really cool alternate reality that, I I think we all needed because it it's pr- pretty relevant right now, and and it's aerospace engineering. So of course you know I love that, and uh, I haven't seen news, not newsroom, but the uh, uh, morning show. The morning show. That's that's what it's called. And what's what's so interesting about um, about Apple TV as an as an example is that li- literally right after Apple TV came out, guess and. Guess what fucking dropped today? Boom. Disney Plus. And Disney Plus is now going to, I guarantee, going to be king. Because Mandalorian. The Mandalorian, man. It's, uh, it's, it looks amazing. Uh, Sleek. Uh, Has the feel of a space western. And we all, we all love space westerns. Thanks to Joss Whedon, of course. You know, kind of. I wouldn't say pioneered, you know, there's that word again, pioneer. Uh, I wouldn't say pioneered uh, space westerns, but really kind of made us realize that, oh, this can be cool and it can be fucking brutal at the same time. The Reavers, oh, God, creepy as fuck. Uh, but The Mandalorian, I'm really excited and to, to not just watch it, but to hopefully see if we can get a bunch of, properties that lead us up to the first order you know because it's the the mandalorian the mandalorian is starting after the empire falls right and then hopefully we'll see it continue till you know first order arrives and then we get you know last jedi a, a, a seamless um backdoor storytelling If if you could engineer that whoo baby that'd be fucking dope oh man disney plus i'm excited to do it just waiting on the wife to get home uh, i worked out pretty hard today and of course had a massive meal fasted pretty hard and did did uh well you know you know how it is gotta do chores right Got you gotta stay busy because work you gotta keep yourself busy so then you'll work and then you won't feel bad. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm working. Hard to believe this is a fucking job. Best job I ever had. Um, I'm trying to think, um, because dead air isn't good. Uh, I, I don't think I want to weigh in on this Epstein thing. I'm looking at some news right now. Uh, but I, I will say that, uh, this this presidential election, this 2020 election is uh, coming up is really fucking important, and everyone definitely needs to vote. I'm not gonna, I don't want to suggest how to vote, but it's def- we definitely don't need Trump. We don't need a lot of people in office that are running, so please uh, do your research uh, when you're looking at the ballots, and more importantly, it's uh, if, if you're not reading, watching, following, trending news. Uh, definitely start doing that because there is, uh, quite a bit of atrocities occurring right now. And, but there's also, you know, there's there's great things too, but, uh, it's, we're at, we're at a point folks that, um, we can't really afford to be without information because information is so much more, more valuable than money now. It's pretty, pretty incredible. And I I think that's, um. given the nature of and, and the seriousness of how bad the future can get and how science fiction is truly alive considering uh, robotics and ai that that's that's being developed you know uh, i think it's it's high time folks that you you get yourself out from out of the rock get out from your cave get out of hiding is the only way that humanity the world can survive all this horror and terror is if we you know come together and support each other and be willing to not know your neighbor but be cool with your neighbor if you don't necessarily agree on everything and that is a nerd and learning perspective thanks everybody much love cheers I'm joking. I've been Nate. You've been great. Thanks for nerding and learning with me.